This is an urgent appeal from the Disasters Emergency Committee. Hundreds of thousands of people have fled their homes to escape conflict in Ukraine, leaving jobs, belongings and loved ones behind. They need shelter, food and water. You can help. To donate online, search DEC or text RADIO to 70150 to give £10. Thank you. Streaming 24-7, this is Brum Radio. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit BrumRadio.com. I'm Dave Massey. I'm joined on the telephone by Ian Hughes, who is in Birmingham uh, from the 9th to the 27th of August for Les Miserables, which is at the Birmingham Hippodrome. Uh, it's currently on tour around the UK. It's on tour, I believe, until the January 2023. Good afternoon, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? I'm really good. Um, I'm really warm in my studios today. I've closed all the doors to make sure everyone can hear us really clearly. Uh, so I'm obviously sweating through my eyes and things like that. Um, <laughs> you, you're back in Birmingham for this production of Les Miserables. Um, Birmingham, is, is Birmingham a bit of a second home for yourself? Um, I, I wouldn't say the second home as such. I did, I did go to university. Um, I did a three-year course in drama back in Oh, way back in the early 80s, mm-hmm. I graduated in 86. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very attached to Birmingham. I'm very, very fond memories of the of the campus in Edgbaston and mm-hmm. the city itself. I lived in King's Heath and Mosley and yes. various places. Although I understand now, I, I did a master's degree several years later and went back and the drum, drum department is no longer on campus now. I think it's further down the Bristol Road somewhere yes. away from the main campus which seems a bit of a shame to me because I love being on the campus. But no, I'm very, very attached to Birmingham. I've done some filming here over the years um, as well. So Absolutely. it's a place I really, really like coming back to and looking forward very much to coming back with, with Les Mis, as you say, back at the Hippodrome. So that's, that's, that's going to be a um, nice, nice return back to my, an area I know really well. Yeah. There's lots of things on your list of things that you've been in that I really enjoy, uh, particularly Doctor Who and Torchwood and Doctors from the BBC, which is filmed here in Birmingham. Uh, but exactly. the, the one thing I mentioned you, to you before we started chatting uh, for this interview was Shakespeare and Hathaway Private Investigators, which is uh, on iPlayer and everyone can find all of the episodes. What was that like filming that experience? Uh, and did you film in Stratford? We did. We filmed in, in Stratford-on-Avon, another uh, place I know very well. I spent more or less uh, 10 years off and on with the RSC mm-hmm. in Stratford. So um, going back to the film was very nice. We ended up in the same pub, the Dirty Duck, on the waterside by the <laughs> theatre, which is very pleasant. Um, it's, a great, it's a great idea. I know it tells very well around the world. It's the using Stratford and it's kind of its heritage to yes. um, tell these stories, which all have kind of Shakespearean themes to them, deaths and killings. It's like, it's like Midsummer Murders, but with a kind of Shakespearean twist. I had a whale of a time. Um, Mark Benton is, is playing, um, I think he's Hathaway, I think, yes. if I remember. I can't remember which is. Um, so we had a great time. And Timothy West, a wonderful older actor, uh-huh. was in it. Um, and I was the owner of a care home where my wife was mysteriously killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was a, a very enjoyable and very nice to be back in Stratford, but not doing plays, but actually just um, doing some filming. So that was a very nice change for me. Yeah, very good fun. I've, I, as I say, that was my lockdown discovery show that I'd never, I'd never, I, a, a friend recommended it to me. Oh, and there's said lots of episodes. Lots yeah, of episodes. I think I've watched two se- series. Uh, already uh, so i think i've got plenty more to watch them hopefully they'll make some more of that as well i think they are i think the plan is to make more i think yeah it's done so well you, f- you find yourself turning from uh, stage productions to tv and then on from uh, spoken word to musicals 
there's not a lot of actors that are covering all of those things as a um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Prolifically? Yes, prolifically <laughs> as yourself. How do you feel about being in that position where you can switch between those things? Well, I, I feel quite lucky, actually, because it's something, I mean, I didn't really do musicals for many, many years. And towards the end of my time in Stratford with the RSC, I, I was playing roles that involved singing. So kind of lots of Shakespeare's clowns mm -hmm. and who sing. Um, so I, I, did, I started singing on stage with them, really. And then I just sort of, I remember finishing a long stint with the RSC and said to my agent, I knew I'd like to do something completely different. And they got me a year in The Lion King in the West End, which wow. was as different as it got. Yes. <laughs> so that was a great introduction to, you know, full scale, you know, proper musical theatre. And I, as you say, I, now and again, I dib into it. It's not something I, I a lot of the cast in Les for example, will just do musical theatre, mm -hmm. they're musical theatre performers, which is fantastic. But that's, for me, that's not what I want to commit to. So I do tend to, as you say, chop and change TV um, theatre, straight theatre, musicals, and I think that variety is really important for me, just to keep 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 myself fresh in a way. Yes. So if I won't just do musicals for years and years. I'll I'll finish Les Mis and I'll do something. I'll probably go back to TV maybe for a bit, and or do some straight plays. So it's um so just nice to keep that variety going. I think. The, the dates that we had for Les Miserables coming to Birmingham were pushed back. I think they were originally going to be in the summer of 2020, which didn't happen as a summer of 2020. Were you already um, in the production at that point and did you find yourself delayed by two years or did you join after that? Well, actually, I, before just before COVID kicked in the first time, I was um, I was in the West End with a show we, when the mm -hmm. show opened the new production opened to the press. So I was in the show for about three months um, at the Sondheim Theatre in London doing the show. Then I rejoined the tour. And I think we, we I think I did one venue. We did about a week in Norwich and then COVID stopped us. So there was a year and a half gap of absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And towards the end of that time, they, they um, asked what I'd be interested in going back on tour. And because, you know, if truth be told, the bank balance needed boosting again. Um, and I said, yes. So it was a year's work, which I'm very grateful for. I mean, I've yes. never... I've never take work for granted because, you know, as you'll be aware, that a lot of actors um, don't work one year to the next. It's a very, it's a tough old game. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just very privileged and lucky to be in paid employment. So um, I jumped back in at the chance. I love playing Tenardier, the, the, the comedy part, I suppose, in Les Mis. Um, it's a great part. It's, um, I think, Master of the House, which is a well-known song. And it's just a joy. And the show has been so well received um, over the up and down the country where we've been touring. It's it's a delight to be back with it. And Birmingham, I know, will be no different. The ticket sales, are, I think, are pretty much. I think it's pretty much. I think there are some seats left, but pretty much sold out. And that's the same wherever we've been. It's one of those shows that people just adore and come back and see it. We have people coming at the stage all saying, "This is my thirtieth time. This is my fortieth time." Yeah. It's extraordinary how people just adore the show. So it's lovely to be part of that sort of great um, powerhouse of a show. I um I, I really love uh, the production itself for Les Miserables. I uh, came to review it in 2019. I'm guessing it was when it was in it was in Birmingham for six weeks at one point, uh, okay. and uh, I I came to review it. And there was only at that point there was only 15 reviewers that they'd invited down, and to be one of the 15 people that were invited to come and see it in Birmingham was a really uh, lovely thing to do because I always write about how productions make me feel. Uh, sure. And I'm I always right about um, what people can expect from a, a production like this. Les Miserables was one of the shows that I always knew loads about. I generally, when productions are coming to Birmingham, I won't read a synopsis if I don't know anything about it. I'll deliberately avoid sure. 
reading it. But it's one of those shows that's such a well-known production that it's very difficult to avoid knowing something about it. Um, well, 30, 36 years worth of being in, in London is yeah. you know, <laughs> a lot of people know the story now. Of course, in France, the story is very well known. Yes. It's like a equivalent of Shakespeare in a way. People, everyone knows the stories of Shakespeare's plays. Um, and, and Victor Hugo's novel is very well known in France. It was a very, uh, it was a very good idea. It's the French, you know, embraced it. And then the British obviously really, really embraced it. And here we are 36 years later, still going strong. Have you ever had any experiences where people have come to see it and they didn't know that there was a, there was no dialogue to or limited dialogue within the story? I, I personally haven't. I think, you know, thanks to social media and I was Twitter and Facebook and everything, we often get messages um, to members of the cast telling us what people what they what they think about the show. Yes. And one or two people have said, I didn't know it was all sung through. <laughs> but I think most people now have yes. cottoned on. It's, it's a, what they call a sung through piece. They're the occasional, yeah. I got some of them, occasional unsung lines but generally it's 99 percent sung and the music is so i mean it's you know you know you say it's colossally good it's yeah. some brilliantly well-known bring him home uh uh i dreamed a dream there's some wonderful big numbers in there, as well as big choral numbers and it's the, the sound of 30 odd people singing together is just so powerful i think we all need a a lifting the, after the last few years and, and watching people sing and hearing wonderful music is a great way to escape, you know, what's going on in the world, really. It's, um, it's a powerful, powerful show. My uh, personal experience has been that it's uh, the closest that you can come to seeing a film on stage uh, ah. in terms of how it's laid out, how it progresses, even how the title is presented to us as an audience and i've always been thrilled uh when it's on tour and just the level of excitement to it because it even when in the 80s or the 90s when it came to birmingham it was always a big there was always a big fuss about it sure. and everybody yeah, was yeah. always so excited that it was and for birmingham in particular when we were getting those big shows come to us it kind of helped give us a sense of uh sense of purpose within the country we would be like, well, we're getting these big shows come to see Birmingham. We must be having some level of importance. And obviously, in the in the time that we are now, where we've got the Commonwealth Games here, and there's a lot of fuss about Birmingham, the city must have changed in your perception over the years as well. What sort of things do you notice when you you coming into Birmingham these days? Well, I, I mean, to be to begin with, I've noticed there's, there's many more sort of shopping malls, and mm -hmm. the, the, the city area seems to be much more. It was vibrant when I was there, but it seems to be more vibrant, more kind of bars and cafes. It's becoming, in, in my kind of estimation, like a sort of European, like a proper European city. Mm -hmm. It seems to be yeah. outdoor culture and there's, 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 there's new building going on. It seems to be thriving and developing, which is great to see. I loved it in the 80s, but I think it's really, really taken off in the past maybe 10, 15 years. So it's, um, it's, a, it's a, you know, it's one of the leading um, cities of the UK now, isn't it? You know, well, it has been, but it's, it's, um, I really look forward to coming back, actually. And the area around the Hippodrome is, an, is a, one of my favourites. So there's all little bars and cafes and things. So that's yeah. going to be fun, fun to revisit, yeah. There's a massive, massive rainbow... I'm not going to say rainbow flag because it's too huge to be a flag. Uh, but the, rain the, the rainbow colours uh, have been painted outside of the venue and it's unmissable when you're outside the front of the Hippodrome. Oh, wow. Um, oh, so for me, um, it's just been a very exciting... Around the Hippodrome space is just a very exciting space uh, to cool. be in. Do you, do you remember having performed on Hippodrome, Hippodrome stage or on Birmingham stage before? No, no, I never have. It's the first time for This me. is your first Am time? Yeah, I saw stuff there when I was a student. Yes. Uh, but I suppose I'm performing. 
so it's um, obviously it's commercial touring theater yeah. so the big, the big shows go there so no i've not performed this so it's uh it was one of the places i was really keen to to when i saw what the tour was going to be i'm yeah. like oh that's a really good but, but birmingham and i know it's a beautiful theater so i can't wait it's going to be good fun fantastic good fun well, we can't wait to welcome you back to the city and particularly, I'm sure, Birmingham Hippodrome stage will be very welcoming as well. Uh, I know the audience really love this production as well. Um, Ian, Good. thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us about this today. Pleasure. Thank you very much. You can see Les Miserables at Birmingham Hippodrome from the 9th to the 27th of August. Uh, it's on tour until the 14th of January 2023. The websites to visit are lesmis.com or you can go to birminghamhippodrome.com and look for Lamez on uh, the What's On. But there aren't a lot of tickets left for Birmingham at all, uh, which is wonderful. What a brilliant position to be in where it's so almost uh, sold out. So uh, I hope you have a fantastic time in Birmingham, Ian, and thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us about this. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.